It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you'd forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hello and welcome into the Gridiron Gamers Podcast. Thank you for joining me for week one of the fantasy football season. I am your host, the Boston TE Party. Now, let me just be the first to say, what a shit week that was. Jesus Christ, how many studs shit the better got injured? RP DJ. Uh, one of the only good things to come out this week will be everyone overreacting. Like, I can't wait to see the, the bullshit trades and waiver wire pickups that go on. I spent no less than two very lopsided trades. Okay, now let's get right to the matchups from week one. Up first, we had the Boston TE party eat some New England clam crowd. Yes, that's right. I beat Romano to start the season. I had the start of the week this week, with the Rams defense putting up 32 points. Uh, in fact, the Rams team was the highest scoring player of the week, uh, ever since Mackey was a genius and decided to bench Cream uh, uh, Hunt. Uh, the Rams defense paired with our Lord and Savior, Matthew Stafford, led me to a blessed victory over the reigning champ. Even though Romano had Fournette and Tyreek go off, they couldn't overcome the loss of David Johnson. I really empathize with Romano here. I took David Johnson second overall in a $50 league, so I'm kind of just looking for some bleach to drink. Romano, I suggest you do the same. The next game featured Philip Rivers ejaculating into Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yes, that r- that's right, Mackie beat Dosky. With the loss of Jameis Winston to the bye week, Mackie scrambled for a starter and picked up Sam motherfucking Bradford. And I don't know what's surprising, the fact that Mackie actually started Sammy Biscuits or the fact that he went off 28.5 points. Just to put that into perspective, Sam Bradford's 28.5 points for Mackie is more than Woodhead, Bryant, Devontae Adams, Hunter Henry, and Russell Wilson had combined for Dosky. Maybe next year Dosky won't Skype into draft. Also, I just have to point out again, Mackie benched Kareem Hunt. <laughs> what kind of idiot benches Kareem Hunt in gridiron? Next up, Scotty didn't whine and he knew enough to make a Monday night comeback. Thielen, CJ, and Michael Thomas gave Scotty a 30-point boost on Monday night and led him to a 5-point win, which was the closest game of the week. Apparently, John's stellar running back duo of Jonathan Stewart and Frank Gore were enough to get him a win. <laughs> Who would have thought? And Scotty, on behalf of the rest of the league, please let us know how many trade offers you get from Willis from Michael Thomas. Our final game of the week and first toilet bowl of the season featured Mike not being saved by the bell, but by the Mike Evans start. Yep, Mike beat Suggett. Suggett's bold strategy of starting Mike Evans against the bye didn't pan out for him. Uh, and really, the rest of his team didn't pan out for him either. Uh, Mike apparently had a horseshoe up his ass this week, though, because he won his matchup with the second lowest score of the week. Congrats, Mike. Now go trade for Michael Thomas. So last week, I took myself, Mackie, Nick, Scotty, 
and Selgate to win, which puts me at 4-1 on predicting picks this year. I could have been 5-0 if it wasn't for Hurricane Irma benching Evans. Since I'm recording on Tuesday night, I can't comment on any waiver wire action or trades, so uh, you can look forward to that next week. Can't wait to make fun of whoever picks up the Cooper Cup. And now we're on to the projections for week two. Up first, we have Mojo taking on Scotty Doesn't Know. Both teams are coming off wins last week. Nick has Mighty Ice playing Green Bay's shitty secondary. Cooper playing the Jets and the Ravens D taking on Cleveland. God damn, I don't even have to look at Scotty's team. I'm thinking Nick in this one. Next up is Crowdier taking on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Even though DJ is going in for surgery this week, NFL.com still has him projected for 17 points. Uh, I was. I just want to thank Matt. I just want to thank Michael Fabiano for that projection. Uh, the loss of DJ really hurts Romano's team, but at least he still has Fournette and uh, Crowell, who's actually decent despite being on the Browns. Imagine if he was on a good team. God damn. Dotsky has Wilson playing the Niners, which should be fun to watch. San Fran has no defense, but Seattle has no O-line. It's a stoppable force against a movable object. And I don't know which side's going to take it. Other than Wilson, uh, Dotsky has OBJ possibly playing, and Witt has also out for a few weeks now, so... Both teams have injuries. Uh, ultimately, though, I'm going to take Romano to win with Crab up against the Jets and Larry against the Colts, so they both should come up big. Third game of the week is Saved by the Bell against Come Until I Fill Up Rivers. Mike has Cooks coming home to play New Orleans, which I'm hoping goes really well, because I need a New England win. Bad. Like, so fucking bad. <laughs> Can't remember the last time we won. Oh, right, yeah, 283. Uh, Mackey's team is all about the running backs. Ever since Ware was killed and Zeke had a legal error in his favor, his team's now loaded with running backs, featuring Kareem Hunt, Devonta Freeman, and Zeke, plus Hyde on the bench. Uh, fuck. I'm going to take Mackey to win and hope Zeke, get, Zeke gets suspended again next week. Oh, boy. Up next, we have another potential toilet bowl. When the Tigers take on no whining. Uh, neither team has good running backs, but Kyle has the edge because he at least has Howard. Uh, Rodgers and Brady should score enough to cancel each other out, and both their receiving cores are good, but they'll also cancel each, each other out. Uh, I'm going to take Browntown to win on the back of Howard. Our final game of the week is the Boston TE party against the London Silly Nannies. Unfortunately, Evans only had one bye week, so he has to play against me this week. Fucking lucky-ass Willis. Uh, hopefully Suggett benches him in favor of Snead playing against the suspension. Uh, I'll give Suggett the edge at receivers, but uh, I got the edge in bat for the running backs with Beast Mode playing the Jets and Gordon against the Dolphins, and the Chargers seemingly only wanted to run the ball. Fuck passing, right, Chargers? Despite this, I'm going to take Derek to win because for some reason he always fucking beats me. Okay, so just to recap, I'm taking Nick, Romano, Mackey, Kyle, and Suggett to win. Hopefully I'm wrong on at least one of those this week. Okay, thank you all for listening to me ramble about our league. I'll be back next week to bitch about week two. And just a reminder that if you're in Bush League and you're listening to this, pay me, you fucking asshole. It's ten bucks. And finally... Gentlemen! Suck my dick. Oh, yeah. You gotta get swifty. You gotta get swifty in here. It's time to get swifty. Uh-oh. You gotta get swifty. Oh, yeah. Take off your pants and your panties 
Shit on the floor. Time to get swifty in here. Fuck, where's my place? I lost it. Uh, okay. Mick. Fuck me. Fucking Mick. Who the fuck is Mick? Nick. Okay, so since this is 